praise his name. Our Father and our God, we come humble this morning. cleansing power of your shed blood and Lord God we pray that you would give us a strong sample and sense of worship that as we come into your presence we forget about ourselves and concentrate on you and worship you bless every home that's represented here Bless, Lord God, every need that's represented here. And we pray that you would convict, convince, if need be, convert. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. God bless you. Praise the name of Jesus. We are just so glad to be here. One of the reasons that I try to provide the correct <clears throat> the correctness to our spiritual life is to put you and I in a position of blessing God don't bless mess God does not bless mess and uh, we are flippant at times about the facilitation of the Holy Spirit into our lives. You got to lose something to gain something. You got to let something go to get something. And so our church, through the power of the Holy Spirit, is to help you, uh, amen, experience some peace and power and promotion through the power of the Holy Spirit. Praise God. This morning, I want to venture into God's avenue of worship. God's avenue of worship. Pharaoh, let my people go that they may worship me in the wilderness. Worship, worship, worship. This morning, I'm, uh, I'm going to deal with the avenue and then in the future, the attitude and then the application from worship. Worship is a very deliberate and yet distinct uh, aspect of us approaching God. God takes it very seriously how we worship him. Do I have a witness? You, you can't run into church and texting, chewing gum, half-dressed, talking about things that mean nothing to God. When you enter my courts, enter it with praise and thanksgiving for the Lord is good, intrinsically good, and his mercy endures forever. And let the redeemed of the Lord say so. That God always instructs us, listen to this, how he wants to be approached, what we are to bring, amen, 
and how we ought to feel and think about him. Praise the Lord. So this morning, we're in John chapter 4. John chapter 4. I'm going to try to get some teaching done here. John chapter 4, verse 10, and then we'll move to verse 24. John chapter 4. St. John chapter 4, one of the Johannine writings. John chapter 4. Do you have it? Do you have it? All right. Verse 10. Jesus answered and said unto her, If thou knewest the gift of God, remember that, and who it is, remember that, that saith to thee, give me to drink, thou wouldest have asked of him, and he would have given thee living water. Living water. Living water. Living water. Then in verse 24, God is a spirit, Numa, and they that worship him must, strong word, worship him in spirit and in truth. Hmm. The greatest act of humility, honor, and a heightened awareness of God is our worship to God. Worship is both personal and corporate in the recognition of the worth of God. We approach God by grace and I, 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 I didn't elaborate on this this morning, but I did say it. We approach God by grace because John 15, Jesus said, you didn't choose me. I chose you. No man can come unto the Father unless the Father first draws him. <clears throat> the very fact that you and I have come to him is a return on the fact that he first came to you. All right. Are y'all getting this? He first, he first, he first came to you. And, and so worship is personal, but it's also corporate. Forsake not the gathering of yourselves together. And it's, it's here that we approach by grace. We assert a thanksgiving from our sense of attitude and amen. We affirm God's present, presence, peace, and power through our glorification of him. Our worship demands we bring three significant things to God, something in our heads, a perception of knowledge of God. That's when the psalmist keeps saying the Lord is. And, and, and if you're not careful, I'm talking to my Bible students, all you got to do is stop after the word is, and you'll start shouting. The Lord is. And then the personal pronoun, my light. Light will keep you out of darkness. Light will shine away for your guidance. Light will help you to discern his will. The Lord is my light. The Lord is my refuge. That's hiding place. When you don't feel like living no more and you want to hide somewhere, you go to Jesus. Yeah. Can I get a witness? The Lord is my high tower. 
That means he lifts me up. The Lord, the Lord, the Lord, the Lord is. And, 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 and so when we begin to understand that we bring something in our heads, a perception of knowledge, and then we bring something in our hearts, a passionate purpose of God. We bring passion to praise his name, and then we bring something in our hands, a sacrificial tithe, payment to God. Now, now, now God, and we, we're going to cover this, God doesn't need your money. Why? Because everything belongs to him. The earth is the Lord's, and the fullness thereof, and, and all that dwells therein. Lord, have mercy. So if God owns everything, and he does, whatever you have, God lend it to you to manage. I'm going to preach this thing, Doc. So when you mismanage what God has allowed you to have, you're no longer worthy of having. We'll, we'll deal with that too. Can I get a witness? And, 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 and so we ought to raise our kids uh, uh, with, with, with the mindset that I'm raising them, I'm, I'm, I'm managing their upbringing as unto the Lord. Let me, let me stop quietly. So there's no physical abuse, there's no sexual mishaps. Can I get a witness? We're going to answer for how we raise our kids. We're going to answer for how we conduct our marriages. God, God don't want to hear about nobody else that comes between you and your mate. It was you that took vows. Uh, can, I, can I remind somebody up here? Can I remind somebody up here? We are gathered here together in the sight of God and this company to bring together this man and woman in holy matrimony, which, which was preached by Paul. Am I doing good so far? If anyone can show just cause why they ought not be married, let them speak now or forever hold his peace. So, so turn to your neighbor and say, did somebody jump up at your wedding? So the answer is no. Lord, have mercy. Do you take this woman to be your lawful, lawful wedded wife to have and to hold, to love and to cherish through sickness, through health, through rich, through poor, till death do us part. And you sit up there grinning with your gold teeth. I will. I will. Hey, the fact of the matter is, is that we don't take serious things we promise God. Now, every marriage is going to have problems. Isn't that right, Jacobs? All right, praise the Lord. I'm warming him up. <laughs> but uh, let me get off of this. Praise the Lord. The fact of the matter is, is that, um, yeah, Lord have mercy. This matter of 
worship is taking God at his word. Abraham left Egypt in Genesis 13, and the Bible says he went up geographically out of Egypt into Canaan. And when he got up out of Egypt, three things that Abraham did depicted worship, meaning all the time he was in Egypt, he was out of fellowship with God. And when he got up between Ai and Bethel, ah, he did three things. First, he pitched a tent. The pitching of the tent was synonymous with I'm now back in the right place with God. Uh-oh, let's talk placement. I'm now right back in with the place of God. Now, you can stay at home to your, uh, you know, Bedside Baptist Church and, you know, stream all you want, but it's God's will for you to come to church. Isn't that right? Now, if you're sick and, you, and, you, and, and, and you're taking all kind of meds and you can't walk, then you can stream, but... You, uh, you know, you can't stream worship and then jump up on Monday morning going to work. God, God said, don't forsake the gathering of yourselves together. You go everywhere else, you don't got them wings for the night. Some of y'all going to parties tonight, but you can't come to worship. That's it. That's, thank you, baby. Say, preach, pastor. So the fact of the matter is, is that uh, he pitched the tent, listen, he built an altar because he had to bring a sacrificial gift to God. Don't worry, we ain't talking about that today. And then he called on the name of the Lord. He communicated with God. He praised God. Are y'all getting this? That, That was Abraham Moses. Moses had to take his shoes off at Mount Sinai. He had to take his shoes off. And when he saw the bush burning but not consumed, and, and God said, take your shoes off. You're standing on holy ground. Do I have a witness? It wasn't nothing about the ground that was holy. God was on the ground. That's why the ground was holy. Lord, have mercy. Joshua bowed down to the captain of the hosts. When a man coming over the cliff in a white horse, he said, are you for us against us? He said, no, I'm the captain of the host. It was Jesus pre-incarnate. In Genesis 18, Abraham bowed down when he was sitting by his tent and three strangers came up the road. Two were angels and one was the Lord Jesus Christ pre-incarnate. Two was going their way to Sodom to destroy the city. And Jesus turned to Abraham and said, I'll tell you what, before they destroy the city, I'll give you an opportunity to negotiate for the souls in there. And if I find 10 righteous, I'll spare the city. Y'all, y'all ain't getting this. Fact, fact, fact of the matter is that the word worship in the Greek is proskino. Pros is towards and skino is the kiss. It's the kiss toward God. The Hebrew counterpart satah is to prostrate oneself, to bow down. Amen. So you, you can't come to church and you on your cell phone texting and you bowing down. 
You can't, you can't be chewing gum and talking and laughing and grinning in worship. Oh, God. Well, my mother, you know, I, back in the 50s, my mother was on that usher board. She was on the choir, the usher board and everything. I, she, she was in a club, too, called the, uh, when they had them auxiliaries. Remember them auxiliaries? The hostess club. Men's Day, Women's Day. Competing to see who would give the most. So they get carpet in the church. How many of y'all remember what I'm talking about? Yeah. She'd be ushering with them white gloves. Never forget, standing in the middle. And we way in the back of the church with the little teenage girls. And I remember, you know, they had, non, they had nonverbal communication. I remember my mother had a hand behind her back with a glove on. She looked at me and said, that means I'm going to tear your backside up. Lord, have mercy. Then you get away from the other teenagers. Get away from me. You ain't got me in trouble. You ain't got me in trouble. Uh, it, there, there was a fear of God. Wasn't there a fear of God? There's a fear of God. I grew up in South Philly. There was nothing open on Sundays. Blue laws. Even on Easter, they had the Penny Arcade on Market Street, the Fox movie. How many of y'all remember that? It wasn't nothing. We ain't had no malls. Come on now. There wasn't no Kentucky Fried Chicken, McDonald's. Whatever you didn't eat at home, you went hungry. And do I have a witness? Child, child of God, I remember them days because it was etched in me that when you come in this place, and, and, and the old mothers of the church, we had our little transistor radios. I know that. I, I know y'all don't remember this. Remember them little transistor radios? I had WDS on mine. The old men was looking, listening to the Phillies on the ball game, and, 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 and the old mother said, turn that radio off. Turn it off. Wake up, Green. And, 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 and so, and so, thank you, Jesus. Love them to death. Praise the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. If y'all gonna sit up here, y'all gotta stay wide-eyed and butchy-tailed. Ain't nobody tell Green to stay out there all night. Look at this. So, 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 so listen. That's my heart. That's my heart. Leave him alone. Leave him alone. And, 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 and so listen. So, Lord have mercy. Don't worry, we all on meds. <laughs> I already fainted on Easter morning, so don't, don't worry about a thing. Don't worry about a thing. Look at this. I'm glad we can laugh. Lord have mercy. <laughs> And, 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 and so, when we begin to look at this word for worship, it has something to do with being prostrate before his presence. Now, what does God get out of worship? I'm glad you asked. He gets praise and honor. What do we get out of worship? Peace and help. God has promised when you come into my presence the right way. I'm going to bless you. Can I get a witness? 
This thing is tight. That, that, that is, the, the first thing we see here in John chapter 4 is, amen, we see the object of our worship. That's a recognition of God. Now, let me stop pausing Park. Don't worry. We're going to be fine. Uh, this Johannine writing, John, John wrote St. John, 1st, 2nd, 3rd John in Revelation. John was the precious disciple that laid on Jesus' chest. John. It was John and Peter that ran to the grave, and John outran Peter, but John wouldn't go in. Peter went on in. John. John, John says in chapter 1, depicting who Jesus is, he is the light. He is the logos. That's the word. He's the logos. He's the light. He's the life. He's the Lamb of God, verse 29. But then there's something in verse 51. Don't turn. He's the ladder. Most preachers and teachers don't see that ladder. The ladder goes back to when Jacob was running from his brother Esau. And one night at Pandanaram decided to go to sleep on a rock and had a dream of a ladder, an escalator going back and forth to heaven, and angels was running up and down the ladder. So when Jesus said, I am the ladder, nobody gets access to heaven but by me. I'm the ladder. I'm your asbestos suit. I'm your escalator. No man can come unto the Father but, but, but by me. Not witnesses of Jehovah. Come on now, we need to, we need, we need to get this thing straight. That, 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 that when we begin, not, not Hebrews on 52nd Street, who wearing long gowns and talking about they the original, uh, you the original nothing. Somebody need to preach it. With, uh, not Buddha and Hindu and all that. Not them isms. Jesus gets to the second chapter and they come to him at a wedding. They run out of wine. And when you run out of something, you better go to Jesus. Hey, here, here's what preachers miss in chapter 2. Mary came to Jesus and said, they have no wine. He said, woman, respectfully, woman, what am I to do? My hour, the cross, has not yet come. Amen. Am I right? Amen. Here's what his mother Mary said. Whatever he says, do it. And many times what you think Jesus is going to ask you to do, he ain't going to ask you to do. Fill the water pots up with water, six of them. Six ceremonial cleansing water pots. Fill them up with water. And then he told the servants, go dip. Ah, he didn't touch the water pots and they changed the wine. He said, no, fill them up with water and by faith in me. As you go to the water pot and dip, the water will be transformed into wine. This is powerful stuff. You get to chapter 3. Here's a prophet of the University of Jerusalem named Nicodemus. He comes to Jesus by night and says, Rabbi, now you, you don't call a sinner rabbi. 
Rabbi, we know that you have come from God because no man, don't miss that, can do the miracles you do. Jesus said, you must be born again. Why? He, he was letting him know you got to be born over again. Physically, you was born from your mother, but spiritually, you got to be born through the Holy Ghost. You, you got to go through another rebirth. You must be born again. Are y'all getting this? Must be born over. That which is flesh is flesh. That which is spirit is spirit. So here go Nicodemus. What do you mean? The second, I got to enter my mother's womb a second time? He said, you are, you are ruling Israel. You don't know these things? The wind blows where it mays. You don't see it. You don't hear it. But it's blowing. The spirit moves and you don't know when it's moving. Do I have a witness? Uh, the pneuma, the, the breath of God, the wind of God, the fire of God. Uh, you need the water of regeneration. Mm, you need a new nature. You need to be saved. Are y'all with me? So, 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 so right on the hills of that conversation, he comes to chapter 4. And chapter 4 is loaded. First thing Jesus does, he dismisses his disciples, tell them to go in the city and buy bread. And the Bible says in John chapter 3, for he must needs go to Samaria. Must needs equates with election. He's got somebody there that needs to be saved. Somebody that was in God's predestination plan. I'm preaching up in this place. This is me. So he sends his disciples away. He goes into Samaria, and you need to understand uh, the delicate history of Samaritans. Samaritans were half-breeds. They were half-Jews and half-Assyrians. When in the Assyrian captivity in 722 B.C., when the ten tribes up north was captivated by the Assyrians, they intermarried and they interworshipped, and the two tribes in the south in Judah, they were taken away by Babylon, Nebuchadnezzar, are y'all with me, in 606 B.C., 606, 590, uh, 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 596, and 586, when you, when you look at that, and, and so they were half-breeds. The Jews worship in Jerusalem. These half-breeds, Samaritans, worship at Mount Gerizim. They had fractures in their theology. They had frictions in their theology. They had fiction in their theology. So Jesus walks up at noon, and he's thirsty for physical water. The woman is there. She's a harlot. Women don't come out by themselves. To the well. Uh, she, she is one-on-one -on -one with Jesus, and the story, the narrative, we're not going to go into a step-by-step. -step. It deals with a well that's historical. It deals with water that they think will help. It deals with worship, and it deals with the woman's wounds, and finally, she tossed her water pots. Can you remember all them W's? It's about a woman at a well. She meets Jesus at the well. Jesus says, give me something to drink, please. She said, you have nothing to dip. The well, Jacob put the well in about 1,500 years ago. It, it is 120 feet deep, and the waters are cool. And Jesus said to the woman, woman, if you knew who I was, 
you would ask me for water. Living water. Do I have a witness? And, 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 and they moved from the water to worship. And she said, are you greater than our father Jacob? And, 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 and Jesus tells her, uh, salvation is of the Jews and worship is from the Jews. Your half-breed people don't know what they're doing. Lord, have mercy. They're worshiping the wrong God at the wrong place in the wrong times. And then, uh, the story goes on and on and on. And they're getting into this theological base discussion. I'm getting out of your way. Finally, Jesus hits her with a hook. Go call your husband. And the woman said, I don't have a husband. And Jesus said, oh, yeah, you've had five husbands. And the one you're with now is not your husband. You're working on number six because you keep drinking the wrong water. Are y'all praying with me? Uh, he said, this water, this physical water, this physical water, if you drink that, you're going to thirst again. But the water I'll give you, will, you'll never thirst. Do I have a witness? And, and so the woman at the well with the water, with the wounds, with the worship, threw away her water pots, ran into the city as a witness, that's another W, and said, come see a man that told me all that I ever did is not this the Christ. One commentator said the reason he brought about her husbands, he had to get her to repent. Yeah. Before God can save you, you got to repent. Lord, I'm wrong and you're right. Uh, Lord, I'm on the street to hell and I need to be saved. Do I have a witness? Uh, anyway, 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 anyway. Lord, have mercy. He is worshipped because he is recognized. Now I'm about to throw some real meat at you like eating porgies. If you start choking, just get some bread and water. Because now when we get to verse 24, look what it says. John chapter 4. Are you with me? God is a spirit. Invisible. He's invisible. God the Father, God the Son is a spirit. I mean, God the Father, God the Holy Spirit is a spirit. They're invisible. And their wind, their breath. God breathed into Adam the breath of life, and Adam became a living soul. God is a spirit. You can't see a spirit. Now, now I know about all these ghost stories y'all be looking at. If it's a spirit, you can't see it. God is a spirit. Now, listen to this. And they that worship him, God, must, here's the requirement, worship him in spirit and in truth. Now, now, now stop, pause, and park. This is why you got to have a handle on grammatics. He says in spirit, in truth, not in the spirit. There's no article here. The, the word the is the article. Once we see the is the Holy Spirit. That's not what he's saying. You got to worship God in spirit with a passion and a propensity internally to praise who he is. Yes. Amen. Like David 
took off his clothes and danced to the Lord. That was an act of worship. Are y'all, are y'all getting this? And, 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 and so in, in spirit and then in truth, there is a revelation of, yeah, the worship of God, but there's a revelation of the truth of God. You got to worship him in spirit and in truth. You need both elements to worship God. Do I have a witness? That, that, that what he's saying is, listen to this now, uh, the revealed word of God is the truth. Then he says, ego e me, I am, Lord have mercy, he. We know the Christ is coming. I am, ego e me, I'm he. I am the Christ. I, I feel sorry for people that don't recognize Jesus as God. You're going to hell. I don't care how many long robes you wear. I don't care what your diet looks like. You can eat chocolate-covered ants, frog legs. You can have all vegetables in your diet. If Jesus is not recognized as God, you got problems. You got problems. In the Quran, in the Quran he's a great teacher and a prophet. But you got to recognize him as God. He's God the Son. Now look, Paul pours on gravy in Colossians. Don't turn. He says that Jesus is the fullness of the Godhead in bodily form. Meaning God the Father Spirit, God the Holy Spirit Spirit agreed that all worship and honor goes to the one in the body. Ah, Jesus said, prepare me a body. I don't need to look like Robert Redford. I don't need to look like some uh, Hollywood. Just give me a body. Because my whole purpose is to die. Do I have a witness? So God, so, 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 so child of God, we, we start to recognize who God is. I know he's God. He walked on water at 4 o'clock in the morning. He broke the laws of aquadynamics. I, I know he's God. He dismissed 6,000 demons who were scared. And they ran away into some swine. Uh, do I have a witness? I know he's God. He multiplied a little boy's lunch and had 12, has, uh, 12 baskets left over. Uh, do I have a witness? I, I, I know he's God. Because what he did in my life snatched me out of hell with smoke still in my garments and put me on a street called straight. I know he's God. That's why he's worthy. He's God. He, we recognize Jesus the Christ as God. When he's walking on that Damascus road, that Emmaus road after his resurrection with two disciples and they didn't know who he was, and when they found out who he was, because he opened up their mind, he opened up their hearts, he opened up their understanding. They said, did not our hearts burn within us? Why, he talked with us. By the way. We got to see the object of our worship. The recognition of Jesus. Hmm. The disciples got confused in chapter 14. He said, Lord, uh, teach us the way. He said, I am the way. The truth 
and the life. No man can come unto the Father but by me. Are y'all getting this? But, but, but by me. Lord have mercy. And see, and see, I'm, I'm, I'm coming in for land. And see, because we don't understand the scriptures, because we're not hermeneutically comparing scripture with scripture, we, we, we you know, Psalm 2 says, kiss the son and die. You're talking about Jesus. Do I have a witness? When you start, he says, search the scriptures, they speak of me. Didn't he say that? I'm in every book of the Bible. Like, just search, just go on and search the scriptures. They keep pointing back to me. I was born in Bethlehem of Ephrata. I, Lord, have mercy. I, 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 I am the promise seed. Lord, have mercy. And, 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 and so, uh, uh, listen, listen at here. I'm, I'm the son of Abraham. I'm the son of David. And I'm the son of God. What kind of lineage is that? Lord, have mercy. And, and, and so we, he will see the object of our worship, the recognition of God. But secondly, amen, we, we see the overwhelming proof of his worth, our reverence to him. Now, some of us have not been taught to reverence And that's why we do these silly things. Got to learn to reverence the Lord. I, I was saying yesterday, I said, uh, I ain't seen none this morning. Maybe my message got through. I said, some of y'all come to church late. You want to walk in the sanctuary and go all across the back wall shaking and hugging folk and worship is going on. The first tragedy is you came late. Yeah. And then I, I may end up shutting these doors because when we in worship, this shouldn't be a thoroughfare. I know y'all on meds. If you're taking medicine and you got to go to the bathroom, that's fine. But sit back in the back. Don't, don't walk way back down here to distract people. Am I, am I, are we all right with this? I'm trying to look for the next scripture the pastor said and your phone ringing. Cut your phone off. You can't help them anyhow. That's right. That's right. Think about it. You can't help nobody. Bring, oh, uh, Dad, it's me. Oh, the cops done locked me up. Well, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll call a truant. I'll call somebody later. Hey, I'm in worship. Maybe the little time you spend in jail will help you out anyhow. And let me tell you where this comes from. This comes from this information age where we want to be on top of everything, even at the expense of disrespecting God. Even at the expense of disrespecting God. Then when you can't pay that phone bill, Lord, my phone is all. Turn, turn to Revelation chapter 4 and to, to the right. Revelation chapter 4. And don't come up here dressed like you're going to a club. There ain't nobody saying amen. Your nappy hair showing on your chest and stuff hanging. 
I ain't going too far with that now. You dress so tight, if you pass wind, you'll break your back. You, you just can't come up. You can't come up. Another one? You want another one? You want another one? Oh, oh Lord. The fact of the matter is we ought to come dressed properly. Amen. With some reverence in our heart. I'm going to church. I'm not going to an entertainment. Come on now. All night. It's, if it's all night, it's all right. Come on now. In the name of Jesus. Are y'all getting this? We, we ought to, now, now I'm, I'm not calling for no dress codes. You wear what you want to wear to church. We're fine with that. But it ought to be modest. Shouldn't it be modest? It ought to be modest. Praise the Lord. If you go to the bathroom as a woman and all the men in the church are turning their heads, something wrong with that picture, Doc. Something wrong with that picture, man. In the name of Jesus. And, and here's the tragedy. It might not all be yours. You done screwed something on that morning, and you done tasted something on that morning, you done glued something on that morning, and you're doing all of this to come to church. All right, let me get off of that. Mm. Look at chapter 4 of Revelation as we hurry up. After this, I looked, and behold, a door was opened in heaven. This is John talking. And the first voice which I heard was, as it were, of a trumpet talking with me, which said, Come up hither, higher, and I will show thee things which must be hereafter. It goes back to the theme in chapter 9 and verse 1. Things that were, things that are, things that will be. And immediately I was in the, look, look at the article, the, I was in the Holy Spirit. Are y'all getting that? And behold, a throne was set in heaven and one sat on the throne. Now, John is in the throne room. They move from his calling to the covering. Verse 3, and he that sat was to look like Jasper. Now, now let me stop pausing part. Jasper is a crystal stone diamond which reflects all the colors of the spectrum in a wondrous brilliance. Man, listen. When you and I get to heaven, Paul had already said this. When I was caught up to the third heaven, 2 Corinthians 12, he said it was inexplicable. I could not even articulate what I saw. It was so beautiful. I couldn't, I couldn't articulate it. I couldn't put it into words. And then the Spirit told Paul, don't write it all. I, don't write it all. There are some surprises I want for my people. Ah, the gates are like pearls. The streets are like gold. Lord have mercy. Jesus lights up the heavens. Can I get a witness? People are at peace 
No more crying, no more dying, no more, no, no more pain, no, no more. Come on now. Everybody is in a state of ecstasy. When folk die and they save, that's called graduation. They have graduated and they wouldn't come back here for nothing. Do I have a witness? One look at Jesus is going to answer it all. Ah! And, and, and he's, he's, he's talking about the jasper. He's talking about the sardis, the fiery bread, ripe bread, ruby. He's talking about the emerald, the cool green diamond. Uh, uh, he's talking about the throne room. And round about, verse 4, the throne were 24 seats. Uh, and upon the seats I saw four and 20 elders sitting clothed in white raiment, and they had on their heads crowns of gold. Now let me stop, Paul. I said this this morning. These are not angels. This is not even Israel. Uh, let, me, let me stop, pause apart. Angels are not allowed to sit in God's presence. I'm Gabriel who stands in the presence of God. The only seated people in heaven are redeemed. We are seated in heavenly places in Christ. That means there has been given a rest to us. We are rested. We are crowned. We are in white robes. Do I have a witness? Hanging there with past. I'm trying to teach you something. Uh, verse 5, and out of the throne proceeded lightnings and thunders and voices and, and the seven lamps, uh, perfect light, fire burning before the throne and the seven spirits of God. Lord, have mercy. Uh, perfect Holy Spirit. Uh, and before the throne, there, 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 there was a sea of glass uh, like unto crystal. Amen. And in the midst of the throne, round about the thrones, four living creatures, verse 7, and they represent the four gospels, lion and a calf and a man and a flying eagle and, 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 and the four beasts. And each had six wings, seraphims, and they would fly in and out of God's presence. And all they do day and night is say, holy, holy, holy Lord God almighty. You can't even get near the throne if you're not totally redeemed. You'll burn up. Do I have a witness? Uh, child of God, when you begin ah, to look at this throne room. Now let me stop, pause, because I'm a dispensationalist. I want to make this clear. The Bible is progressively moving towards the end. That is, the reason this is not Israel is because God ain't finished with Israel. Israel, Revelation 4, the church age is Acts 2 to Revelation 4. Revelation 4 depicts the rapture. And once the church is raptured out, the remnant of the Jews will wake up. And they'll receive Jesus as their Lord. Y'all ain't getting this. They are being partly blinded. Ah, as we... Uh, who are Gentiles, Lord have mercy, there's Jews, there was Gentiles in his church. Chapter 3 of Ephesians says the wall of petition has been broken down in Christ. So when Jews get saved today, they are no longer Jews, they're church. Ah, y'all get this. 
And when the church is raptured out, snatched away, the tribulation starts. Seven years, the Antichrist, Satan, and the false prophet takes over. You don't want to be here. Revelation 6 through 19. Are you with me? I'm trying to lay this thing out for you. And, 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 and as the tribulation is going on, a time of Jacob's trouble, a time never before seen on earth that God has chosen 144,000, they are not Jehovah's Witnesses, 144,000 sealed men, from 12,000 from each tribe. Their job is to preach the gospel of the kingdom, not the gospel of grace. Grace is over. Gospel of the kingdom, amen, is he that endures to the end shall be saved. And the Antichrist is going to come and start whacking them, chopping their heads off, and those who wash their robes in the blood, Lord have mercy, there's going to be thousands and thousands slaughtered for the name of Christ. And as these 144,000 Jewish men are running from the Antichrist, they're going to be running towards a place called Megiddo. Uh, yeah, and their backs are going to be to the sea. And the Antichrist and all the nations are going to close in Gog and Magog. Go home and read it. Ezekiel 38, Ezekiel 37. Gog and Magog are going to close in. Germany and Russia, they're going to close in. And they're going to slaughter them. And as they get back to the sea, at a place called Megiddo, the sky going to crack. It's called Armageddon. Jesus is coming back. Not to the sky, but to the earth. And he's going to slaughter everything. And blood is going to flow at a horse's brow. And he, he is king of kings and lord of lords. And he's going to set up a thousand year reign on earth. Ah, I got to get out your way. Thank you, Jesus. That we, we see ah, an overwhelming proof of his worth. Elders are falling down. And worship angels are falling down. Ah, the four living creatures are falling down. And they're worshiping at his feet. Can I get a witness? See, see, listen, we don't pay attention to Scripture. Uh, when Jesus had prayed in the garden of Gethsemane until sweat like drops of blood fell from his brow, they, the Jewish soldiers came and took him. They took him to Annas, then they took him to Pilate. And... Uh, Pilate said, you won't open your mouth. I'm trying to help you. I'm trying to save you. Uh, and, and, and Pilate said to Jesus, don't you know I have the power to save you? Jesus said, you don't have no power. He hadn't spoken in three days. Whatever power you have, my father gave it to you. But I have power to lay my life down. See, it took power for God to lay his life down. Because he had to, yeah, he had to set aside all his prerogatives, his rights. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who being in the morphe of God, thought it not robbery to be equal God, but made himself of no reputation and took on the form of a servant. Uh, you know why we can't be blessed? Because we, we don't give, we don't forgive, and come on now, can I get a witness? We, we don't give God the praise due to his name. 
Can I get a witness? Child, child of God, child of God, child of God. Jesus said to Pilate, all I got to do is say, come. And 12 legions of angels. Uh, what is the legion? 6,000. 12 times 6,000 is what? Uh, 72,000. I can have 72,000 angels right at Calvary ready to turn this world upside down. One angel can kill 185,000 men by self. Y'all ain't ready for this. Uh, child, child of God! He's worthy! The Lamb is worthy. He's worthy to be praised. The Lamb is worthy. He's a marriage fixer. He's a child regulator. Uh, can I get a witness? Uh, he owns everything so he can increase money. Can I get a witness? He can pull us out of trouble. Can he do it? He, he is worthy of our reverence. Thank you, Jesus. And finally, right next door in chapter 5 of Revelation, we see an obligation to praise him as the rightful owner of the world. Can you go to chapter 5 real quick? And I saw in the right hand of him that sat on the throne, God the Father, written within and without, and on the backside, sealed with seven seals. Every time a seal was broken in heaven, a judgment broke out on earth. And I saw a strong angel proclaiming with a loud voice, who is worthy to open the book? Well, what is the book? I'm glad you asked. It's the title deed of the universe. Who has the right to open up the title deed and to loose those seals thereof? And no man in heaven nor in earth, neither under the earth. They went down into hell and said, is anybody down here worthy? And nobody was found worthy. And one of the elders saith unto me, Weep not, John. Behold, the lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of David, hath prevailed to open the book and to loose the seals thereof. And I beheld, and lo, in the midst of the throne and of the four creatures, and in the midst of the 24 elders, a lamb stood as it had been slain. Uh, do I have a witness? Having seven horns, horns of power, perfect power. Uh-huh. Seven eyes, omniscient, perfect sight. Can I get a witness? Which are the seven spirits of God sent forth into all the earth? And he came and took the book and uh, out of the right hand of him that sat on the throne. And when he had taken, verse 8, the book, the four beasts and the four and twenty elders fell down before the Lamb, having harps, golden vials, odors, which are the prayers of the saints. And they sung a new song, saying, Thou art worthy to take the book and to open the seals thereof. And thou wast slain. This is why we know they're talking about Jesus. Thou wast slain. Can I get a witness? And has redeemed us to God by thy blood out of every kindred and tongue and people and nation. This is why we know they're talking about the Gentiles. 
The Jews don't come out of every kindred and every nation. Uh, do I have a witness? And he has made us unto our God kings and priests, and, and we shall reign on the earth. And I beheld and I heard the voice of many angels. Well, wait a minute, John. Are you going to describe how many angels you saw? Yeah. I saw 10,000 times 10,000 times thousands times thousands. When you mathematically add all together, he saw millions of angels prostrate before Jesus. Millions of angels. Yeah, thank you, Lord. Saying with a loud voice, verse 12, worthy is the lamb that was slain to receive power and riches and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and blessings. And every creature, Lord have mercy, from everywhere worshiped the Lamb. Do I have a witness? You better understand chronologically what's happening because in chapter 6, here comes the Antichrist. Come on, come on. This is a scene in heaven. If you're not going to heaven, you're going to hell. Can I get a witness? And child of God, worship is our obligation to praise the rightful owner of the universe. Jesus is the rightful owner. Jesus made everything, and by him everything consists. He made it for himself, by himself. He is the creator God. We worship him. He's the redeemer God. We worship him. He's the sustaining God. We worship him. There's only one name under heaven whereby we must be saved. Can I get a witness? It's not Buddha. It's not Hindu. It's, it's, it's Jesus. Only Jesus. And Jesus only. Can I get a witness? He is God's son. He's the son of God, and he, he's got all power in his hand. So when we come to worship, amen, we're looking at his ah, worship, his worth, his wonder. He's king of kings. He's lord of lords. And if you're in pain and can't say nothing else, I dare you to whisper Jesus. If you're getting ready... Amen. If you feel like giving up, I dare you to whisper Jesus. If your body is wrapped with pain, I dare you to worship Jesus. There's something in the name. Can I get a witness? There's power in the name. There's privilege in the name. There's promotion in the name. There's peace in the name. There's power in the name. I dare you to call on the name of Jesus. He's able to pick you up. He's able to turn you around. He's able to plant your feet on a solid ground. In the able, he's king of kings. He's lord of lords. He's the potentate. A paradise. His name is Jesus. And only in Jesus do we have peace and promotion and power. Can I get a witness? Let's stand on our feet this morning. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, Jesus is the object of faith. We recognize who he is. Jesus <laughs> is the outlet of faith. 
do I have a witness? Jesus can help us to overcome by faith because he's got all power in his hands. As every head is bowed, every eyes closed, if you're here this morning, you want to be saved, just raise your hand. I want to give my life to Jesus, believing he died for my sins with burden rules against their one. Oh, I want to join the church. Is there one? We'd love to have you. Praise his name. Is there one? Is there one? Our Father and our God, we thank you for this momentous occasion and account of recognition of who he is. He's worthy. He's our worship. He is, Lord God, our wonder. Only Jesus and Jesus only can take us from earth to heaven. Only Jesus can work out our issues, heal our pain. Only Jesus can promote us. Only Jesus and Jesus only. And God, we give him reverence, recognition, and total respect for him being in charge of the whole universe. Thank you for this worship experience. Help us to reverence you. Help us to bless you. Help us to praise you. Help us to remain silent in front of you. Help us to be still and know that you're God. And it's in his name we pray. Amen. 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 You are dismissed. See you tonight. <laughs> Love you, man.